passions, beliefs, life stories, helpful resources for the senior living journey. Discover it all here as we get to know our residents, employees, and partners one-on-one. Welcome to the People of Arte Living Pod. In honor of National Nurses Week in May, Arate Living hosted a panel of nurses during a company call. Today, we're thrilled to share this panel with you as we learn experiences from our nurses and how they enhance lives every day. This episode is hosted by Debbie Miller, Regional Nurse Consultant with Arate Living. Our guests are Linda Ward, RN, Director of Health Services with Ovation Heartwood Preserve, and Tannis Ross, RN, Director of Health Services with Avamira Moses Lake. Both these senior living communities are proudly managed by Arate Living. Thank you to all our nurses who make an incredible difference in our residents' lives. We now welcome Debbie, Linda, and Tannis. Tannis and Linda, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being willing to participate. We have a list of some questions, fairly, you know, standardized and whatnot. But I'm just going to ask the question and Tannis and Linda can just hop in there and piggyback each other or answer independently. First thing, what inspired you to become a nurse? Tannis, go. (laughs) I actually, um, it was my previous spouse suggested becoming a nurse and it was later in life. So it was actually, I don't know, I was maybe in my uh, 28th. Um, I decided to become a CNA, started working in our extended care and uh, to kind of get, I guess, my feet wet as much as I could to see if I liked nursing before I just jumped in. And um, I found that I really, really enjoyed working um, as an as a CNA. Um, I started in extended care with elderly people and I loved it. So I went on to become a nurse. And yeah, here I am. How about you, Linda? So I actually started when I was 16 working in the kitchen in high school and knew that I could make more of a difference. I wanted to change how the care was done. So I ran on to be a CNA. Then I got my LPN and RN, and I've just been in it for oh a very, very long time. <laughs> awesome. I actually was in the kitchen as well um, when I was in high school and then got away from it. I moved to Los Angeles and went back. And yeah, so kind of fun that we kind of did some of the similar things, but that's cool that yeah. you started and kind of moved on. <laughs> Long time. Good memories. Yeah. I started in the kitchen too when I was in high school. Really? Yep. <laughs> At the local long-term, yeah, long-term care um, facility. So what drew you to serve in senior living versus other nursing opportunities? It's about the connections, I guess, for me. Um, I've been in all of them. I've seen skilled nursing. I've done home health. It's the connections that you can make with the residents that are here, the families, the third-party providers. It's that home environment feel and letting them know they can be as independent or they can still, it's okay to ask for help. We're there for them. So I think that's probably the most important part of it for me. I had started in the extended care and I kind of, I've done hospital nursing and home health clinic nursing and uh, came back to this. I think that's where I started. And I just, I love listening to their stories and to hear, I guess, all of their history of where they've been. You see somebody and, you know, you might have, you could possibly have an idea about them, but to hear some of the things they've done and, and to hear their walk of life and stuff, I think it's just incredible to hear. And 
and yes, you get those connections and, and it's not something that's a brief interlude. It's, it's this connection. They're like our extended grandmas and grandpas and I love, love them. I do too. <laughs> and I do have to say, having the opportunity to travel around and meet different nurses and different communities, we have such a background of experiences that got our nurses to where they are today with senior living, with RTA. And I don't hear of many of our nurses leaving to go back to where they came from. So it certainly is, you know, the senior living for those very reasons that once people are, are drawn to this type of nursing, they tend to stay. What about an experience that you had on the job that you remember that you still treasure today? I honestly think that we could write a book. There's so many. I think it, it's really hard to pick one. So yes, but I, I I decided on one. And so I would love to hear yours. Okay. So I was working in another assisted living community. And of course they had bingo and we had outside people who came in to participate in that. And one of them had a heart event during the bingo and I actually saved his life and went and visited him in the hospital. And he kept coming back to the community after that. We always had that connection. We still have it when I go back to that community to visit. They always say, you know, remember that day? And I'm like, yes, I do. And look at you today. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I chose one that was just kind of a recent. Um, we had a, a, a gal that had went out with a stroke and came back. Uh, my staff did a great job. I was so impressed with them. Um, but she ended up coming back to us on hospice. And her daughter was actually a nurse and was here to stay. And it kind of always makes you a little nervous when a nurse gets to come in because you, you know, you you know. <laughs> and there was a po very strong possibility of my resident having a seizure because of the part of her brain that was affected. And I was trying to prepare my staff for what might occur and how they can best be prepared to handle the situation if she were to have a seizure. And I reiterated and reiterated and drilled into them that they had to be there. If that family pulled that call light, you must be in that room immediately. And the next morning I had came in and the family member said, oh my goodness. She said, I think that you got your point across to your staff. And I said, really, what happened? And she said, well, I pulled the call light and she said, and it wasn't for anything other than I just wanted to touch bases with them. But she said, within about 30 seconds, your entire staff was in my room ready to do what needed to be done. <laughs> it made me chuckle, but it made me feel good that the staff really took that to heart and did what they should do. So. That's fantastic. <laughs> Awesome. Switching gears a little bit, what are some of the challenges you faced in your career and how did you overcome them? I think even in the last few years, you know, we've, I think we could all agree on staffing has been an issue. Um, I think in that you just, at the end of the day, it, you know, you prioritize and your residents come first. And so patient care comes first and, and you prioritize as nurses what can come next. And I think that in general, we're always asked to do more with less. And I think that's across the board uh, with nursing and probably any job out there. Um, and I think you just have to prioritize. And, you know, with our position, I think our residents are who comes first in, in providing best care and what's right and, you know, integrity and providing best for them is, is what needs to happen and everything else can fall in. 
I will agree with the staffing. I think the way healthcare is viewed has changed a lot over the years. And I think it's become more of a struggle to get people to come into that field. I think compassion has kind of slipped away from a lot of people, especially with the whole COVID and everybody got scared. I do think we're going to see more changes coming in the future. I I agree very much with that, Linda. I, I think that, yes, the healthcare in general has changed. And I think it's taking some different turns that maybe weren't expected. And yes, I think some, I think compassion is kind of been out because I think people were scared. And I think that, you know, hoping to get some of that back because I think that's a, a big part of nursing is compassion and empathy. And I'm going to chime in a little bit. COVID, I think, really, really changed the landscape mm-hmm. for us. It forced us into being into a state of being constantly reactive to all of the changes that were coming from minute to minute, in addition to the residents and the staff that we had right by our sides that were getting getting sick. Um, I personally am really, really glad that the dust is settling and that we are able to step into a spot of being proactive. And that is proactive with mainly our staff and being able to better be there to support them, to make things um, better for the staff. And then of course, in turn, um, that benefits, that absolutely benefits um, our residents. And if we ever are unfortunate enough to experience another pandemic in our our nursing careers, hopefully we'll be a little bit more versed in, in how to navigate that. And I know, you know, it's Nurses Week and our focus is on nurses, but I also have to give a shout out to other positions in this company as far as Um, challenges that come across and other folks that hop in to support. And mainly I'm talking about, you know, home office. In my first couple of weeks with the company, I walked into a building to train and there was Jennifer Savota carrying a laundry basket. You know, Sarah Sutherland has evacuated residents out of a community for a fire when she didn't even know the state of her own. You know, we have our RDOs and our VPs that are sitting in buildings to support. So it really, really is, you know, yes, our nurses are amazing, but it really does take a village to make it all happen. And, you know, nurses have a, a an unique perspective. And a lot of times, you know, we end up being the spicy ones in the um, communities and saying, but, but, but. Though I do, you know, really have to say that it makes our jobs in the company a lot easier knowing that we have that support. I agree. Yes. That's my challenge and how I overcome it. (laughs) Um, What advice do you have for fellow nurses who are just entering the the field? What do you got, Linda? (laughs) And you cannot say, don't do it. Stop. I would not say that. Kidding. I think I would tell them to take a step back and breathe. A lot of times we all are trying our best to be as perfect as we can absolutely be. And you're not always going to be perfect. 
and that that's okay because that's how we learn, we grow, we make the changes. So it's really about just being able to step back, breathe, and move forward. I agree with that definitely. I think you're going to need to be empathetic because you know you just never know where those where somebody's at, and I think sometimes somebody bites or you get your behind chewed. And I think that sometimes it's it's coming from a different place. And rather than, I guess, take offense to it, try to understand where they're maybe coming from or their point of view as well. And um, sometimes it doesn't make it any easier to swallow. But I think, um, and definitely uh, put your armor on, you're going to need to be tough. I think you're going to be frustrated and tired and have your heart broken. But I think at the end of the day, I feel like there's these moments when it's with staff, family, residents, whatever it is. They'll say something to you that something that really didn't uh, wasn't a big thing, but might have been something big to them. And they'll just say thank you or they'll say you made my day or whatever it is. And it kind of fills your tank up, I guess, so to speak. And and you're able to kind of continue on uh, in our I guess in our nursing profession. And I think that's what kind of gets you from from point to point to point when you know that sometimes you do throw your hands up and go, oh, my gosh, I don't know how much more of this I can take. And you'll have moments like that. And, and I think that that's, that's what kind of keeps you going. But um, it, it, is a, it is a good profession. And um, there's a lot of amazing people, amazing residents, staff, everybody that you meet and see. And I agree. Well, nursing in general, you know, there's a lot of education and studying and awkward clinical times to even get to the point of being able to sit for nursing boards. And you think after you've been through all of that, nobody quite prepares you that your next step is going to be realizing how much you don't know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess I have the advantage of being on the other end of being a nurse for, you know, 178 years. So I've been around for a really, really long time. and. You know, it's okay to not have the answer. It's okay to leverage talking to your peers. I have been saying for years, you know, touching on what Tana said a little bit, if you do something wrong, there's sure to be somebody to come along and let you know. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing if you just no. embrace it and go with it and consider that an opportunity moving forward. You're at a good spot. Nursing is a hard job, and it's important that we take time for ourselves, which just by nature of being nurses, we don't do. But um, what what have you found works for you for stress and self-care? So I have a monthly massage that I religiously go to. We have a hot tub. I get in that every night, pretty much. Um, there's not very many nights I miss. Um, it helps relax. Uh, I drink a lot of water every day. Oh. Not, I drink a lot, exclamation mark. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my, New Year's, my New Year's resolution was to actually consume more red wines. So, and I, I do well at that as well. And uh, I love listening to music. I have a um, One Life radio podcast that I listen to that is a bunch of health stuff, but it just, the lady that does it is has such a positive outlook. And I love listening to her that I feel like it really puts me in a right mindset. I love getting to walk outside. Um, I have a little dog that comes with me to work. And so we go out walking at least a couple of times a day for potty breaks, but it gets me outside and kind of breaks up the monotony. And I also do meditation. Wow. Okay. You do a lot more than I do. Um, I do a lot of walking outside with my boxer. 
we go camping, fishing. It's a lot of outdoor stuff, but I have an hour drive each way. So I really listen to the music. It really helps me decompress. You can have the most uplifting music playing and it just, you relax. By the time I get home, I'm just, I'm good. Nice. I I love getting to hunt and fish as well. And I think that that's another, you just get to be out on the lake and you just, I, I mean, it's just, it's just peaceful. And uh, whether you catch fish and you're, you're busy fishing, or if you're uh, maybe got your feet up because the fishing isn't so good, it's still fishing. It still gets you out on the lake outside. Exactly. So, same thing with hunting. I play Candy Crush and I'm looking up right now (laughs) and I'm going to tell you what Candy Crush level I'm on because that helps. 5,372. Oh my goodness. Oh, there's that. (laughs) (laughs) This year's theme by the American Nurses Association is you make a difference. What is your favorite way to make a difference in the lives of your residents? I know every day is different and a lot of things just happen organically by nature of that human connection and and whatnot. But do you have a favorite joke that you like to throw out with residents or a favorite thing to do? I don't have any jokes that are good to tell. (laughs) (laughs) None that would be decent for this. You know, for me, it's just making sure that they're still feeling productive. Whether it's just sitting down and talking to them, maybe it's doing a Sudoku with them. It's just being there and participating in their journey with them. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that, um, I don't know, I love anybody that's sitting out in the lobby. I really try to say good morning to and, um, you know, I feel like smiling and whatnot. Sometimes I think if they're in a, you know, a funk or a bad mood, whatever, I feel like sometimes that that kind of maybe gets their day going in a better direction. I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite way, but I feel like Jody and I have a, a big passion specifically on our hospital level. I feel like our we struggle with our hospital seeing our seniors come in through the ER doors. And if they say they're a DNR, then I, I really feel like sometimes they see seniors and they think, mm-hmm. I don't know, for lack of better words, throwaways. And I, I think that until that person is expired, their life matters and they're amazing people. And, and it doesn't matter, you know, what's going on. And I think honoring wishes, but there's also some education that needs to happen. But Jody and I are um, strong proponents of trying to educate and, and advocate for our residents and their families. It's really hard, but we we do our best at that. So I can't say it's necessarily a favorite way, but it's something that we're both very, very passionate about. You guys, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for being willing to hop on here and share. All of our nurses truly, 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 you do make a difference every single day and you continue to be an inspiration for all of us. Thank you for listening to the People of RT Living Pod. Find us on your favorite podcast platform and follow RTA Living on social media to keep listening in.